what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets Action Network's NBA Daily Betting Podcast. We're in the workshop, Sean Little, in the hosting chair for Matt Moore. He's out tonight, but of course, I'm with my guy that I'll be with tomorrow. Jay Money is money for the Tuesday NBA show. You already know the routine. Jay Money's going to give his best bets for the Tuesday NBA slate. We'll give the cap touch on a couple other games, and then get out of here. Jay Money, what's going on, my boy? Man, everything cool with me, man. Coming off a good day, you know what I'm saying? So trying to keep it going. It's been been seeing it well lately, man. So um, I'll go ahead and tell the people my best bet. My best bet for it will be the Lakers minus the two um, on Tuesday. A few other games I'm leaning towards. We could talk about whatever game. But uh, Lakers minus two is the only thing I've bet so far, my brother. Jay Money said he's seeing the board clearly. I am taking the taking the day off. I'm still looking my wounds from Boston and the Knicks. I had a I had a big I had a big 5% play on the Celtics. That didn't come in. So I'm just going to play the host role for Matt Moore. All right. Jay Money is money. Talk to me about the Lakers giving up a couple points in Los Angeles. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't want to fade the Lakers any time for the rest of the season. Now, it doesn't mean that they're going to win every game, but it's just one of those where I feel like they're going to try to get in the groove. They're making a push for their sixth seed as well, and I wouldn't be surprised if this Lakers team got in the playoffs. I mean, obviously, they're tied for the play-in tournament right now. I think they, at the very least they get in the play-in tournament, but this is a team that's starting to get in the groove. Obviously, a lot of off-the-court issues for the Grizzlies. I don't like to talk about negativity, but obviously, there is a distraction for that team. And aside of that, even when they had everyone, this team was 12-20. and 20. Team is 12 and 20 straight up on the road, Sean. 11 and 21 against the spread as well on the road. Uh, you do not want the Grizzlies, even with all their guys, you don't really want them on the road in this one. They off in LA as well. Definitely not the best of situations. Fourth straight road game as well. Um, the Lakers' third straight home game is in this one. Might get Russell back as well, but regardless of that, I think they have enough defense um, to stop the Grizzlies. And I definitely think they have the uh, the bench advantages in this one as well. So, you know, the Lakers minus two. I think that they know that this is a very important homestand, and I'd be surprised if they lost this game yeah fourth straight road game for the Grizzlies big distractions we know what's going on with John Moran Stephen Adams of course is still out Dylan Brooks is going to be out Ja is out and Brandon Clark is should out be back. I was just saying Dylan Brooks should be back he just had a one yeah he's out for the suspension okay so Dylan should be back in the fold that'll help the Grizzlies there it does feel I actually saw that clip from KG and the Paul Pierce podcast, and Kevin Garnett made a really interesting point that I agreed with. He said, with LeBron now out, Anthony, this is a testing period for Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Can you right. carry these boys? Are you still that guy? Can you can you close out this season strong and show that you still have tons of tons left in the tank, get these guys in the playoffs, and keep things afloat until LeBron comes back? You think they can yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, Anthony Davis coming off back-to-back games, 38, 39 points. I think they keep it going um, in this one. So I'll take the Lakers minus the two with confidence. All right, couple other things. Yeah, like you said, 
on the season against the spread, the Grizzlies 11, 20 and one, one of the worst, one of the worst road records in the league. The, the Lakers are, are continuing to cruise. Why do you think the number is so short? At minus two, knowing that they've been on four straight on the road, knowing all the distractions, feels like this should be like minus four and a half, minus five. No, nah, the the number is short, my guy. Uh, this, this team's just played, and the Grizzlies were favored by nine points. You switched that to uh, obviously some players are out, but in theory, the, the Grizzlies should be coming in here laying a couple of points. So the the fact that the Lakers are favored in this game, the line is actually all over the Lakers. It's not short whatsoever. All right. I love it. There was uh, there's it's actually a really interesting slate here coming in for Tuesday. We know Tuesday, th- Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are the big days for the NBA. Closing out here, I have a future that I love to see. I had I have uh, the Miami Heat to win the Southeast, so that's those are two big wins against the Hawks. So those guys are off, and then so coming into Tuesday. I did have a lean on the magic in the first half. It should be around three and a half, four points. It's not an official play for me, but it is a lean. These guys, these these squads played last week, and the magic played these guys really, really tough the the first three quarters and, and tailed off in the fourth. Giannis and, and those guys have been playing some of the best basketball they've been playing all year. But I think the magic come out and play these guys tough early. But um I can't make it an official play. I gotta I gotta hang out until later on this week. Let's talk about the Knicks at home again, minus nine and a half against the Hornets. They've won nine straight hottest team in basketball quickly is now the favorite to win six man of the year. About five weeks ago, he was all the way at like plus 14, 1500. And now he's all the way down to being the favorite. I saw minus 155 at one point. Would you look at this Knicks number being nine and a half now winning nine straight the hype is at a fever pitch coming off two really close wins, one against Miami at the buzzer from Julius Randle. They get that done. And then they go to double overtime in Boston and get that W. Is nine and a half too much at home against the Hornets? Well, it's too much for me, but I mean, I'm not right. looking towards betting the Hornets as well. So if there was any other opponent, I might be looking their way. The Hornets don't necessarily want to win games. Looking at a spot perspective, and I am a spot better. If you're looking at the spot, you'd actually want to take the points with the Hornets in this one, even though they're missing a the billow ball and somewhat tanking, but not the best of spots with the Knicks in this one. They do have a four game road trip on deck. So they're coming off of a road trip as well. Um, and then they go to the West Coast as well. So, I mean, just a little mini two-game road trip, but still, nine straight win uh, win streak. Then you come off a close game versus Miami. Then you go to double overtime versus Boston. You come home for one home game. Then you head out to the West Coast. So, spot-wise, I don't like the spot, but I know I'm not putting any money on the Hornets here. So, it, the, the sharp in me says that I want to take the Hornets here plus a 10, but this will be a stealth game. Obviously, the, uh, the Knicks are red hot. I will say, though, if Brunson is out, I do think the 10 is too many. Yeah, it's it seems like a classic letdown type of spot T- coming off of two massive W's. Everybody's showing the Knicks tons and tons of love. Like you said, they come home, get things in order, and then go right back on the road. And then they just got to – this this game against a no-nothing Hornets team could be kind of an afterthought as they gear up to go back out west and play a group of tougher guys. Could be a little letdown spot, 10 is a lot of points. All right, before we get out of here, let's touch on a couple more of these games. Where are you at on the Mavs right now? Because they played Phoenix extremely tough, obviously didn't have enough to get it done. KD closed them out and tucked them in. Any thoughts on the Mavs overall, not even this matchup against the Jazz, right uh, to, for, for tonight's game, 
right now, as we record this on Monday night, the Mavs are minus six and a half. Yeah, I still worried about their defense. Obviously, I do think that they can get stops in crunch time at some point. But I mean, looking at this matchup, I mean, I'm not I'm not scared of the Jazz here. I'm not looking towards bidding the Jazz. Only thing I don't like is that the Mavs do have an important division game versus the Pelicans on the next night. So it's the first of a back to back. You always worry about a little look ahead. But six straight road games, I'd only look I'd only be looking towards the Mavs in this one. It's kind of looking at it of um looking at it before this show, kind of looking at maybe Mavs first half or something. But also wouldn't be surprised if they rest a guy or two as well but um i'd actually i wouldn't be surprised if the mavs came out here put it on the jazz early get the game over real quick and then uh be able to rest some guys in this one so i'm only looking towards the mavs i think the jazz are a clear fade for the rest of the season yeah mavs are interesting it's a it's just an interesting overall squad if tim hardaway can shoot it like he shot the other night that that'd be a another third big time option they can get to on the offensive end he absolutely burned the net down against phoenix and they still didn't have enough with Kyrie and luca but um, we'll see how that shakes out. Last thing, Jay Money is money. Any advice for the folks out there while we close out this last 16, 17 games of the regular season? Any spots to look ahead to? Any spots that you that you look for to close out the year with, you know, teams trying to push for the playoffs, teams trying to figure out seeding? And then once seeding kind of gets solidified, anything you look for or could tell the people to look for? Yeah, well, first off, the tanking teams, they don't want to win games right now. So that's the first tip. I usually take it day by day. I try not to get too far ahead. I mean, tomorrow isn't guaranteed, but I can't tell you. Pistons, Spurs, Rockets are not necessarily, and Hornets as well, are not necessarily bet on teams. And I think you could throw the Jazz in there as well. This team is obviously not making the playoffs. I do think they're a fade as well. And another thing, the top teams, like you said, Sean, once they're once they're set into their spots, they're not about to risk injury or be going balls to the wall trying to win these games or cover spreads. So we will get some high inflated lines, um, but numbers based off regular season, but you kind of have to know the situation, know the spot. As I always say, you kind of have to know the script, right? But uh, a few of these top tier teams, they're, they have their eyes on championship, they have championship aspirations. So they're not going to be on those last couple of weeks of the season when they're when they're locked in, especially the top four teams of each, each conference, you probably want to fade them, especially when they're laying a boatload of points. And I wouldn't be surprised if they start resting guys as well to get uh, to gear up for the playoffs. Yeah, it's tight up up top on the eastern side of the ball. It looks it looks a little more clear on the west in the top four, top three, top four, at least in that in that way. All right, the official play from Tuesday's Action Network Buckets podcast. Jay Money is Money is on the Lakers minus two four. Jay Money is Money. I am Sean Little filling in for Matt Moore. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter. Jay is at J Money is Money. I'm at Chicago Flow. Follow us in the Action Network app as well. Until next time, always remember, get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.